The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus and his disciples went home, and the crowd came together again so that they could not even eat. And when his friends heard it, they went out to seize him, for they said, He is beside himself. The Gospel of the Lord. As the Lord is, uh, again, kind of, if you will, getting rolling in his public ministry, and you have all of these crowds now gathering to him, uh, either because of his teaching or because of the healing or just of the beauty of his presence, people are drawn to him. And so you have this strange response of those who are called his friends. His friends heard it when he was being surrounded by all these crowds. And their conclusion is that because he is not eating, he must be beside himself. And the word there in the Greek, it is the same word that happens to describe those who at one point in the synagogue when they hear the words of God, it says that they are also knocked out of themselves or astonished or in wonderment at the words of Christ. And so that's what that word means. They're trying to assess Christ and his actions. They see him giving himself to the point of suffering. And they try to stop this. And so what you see in the first reading for today, which I think is helpful for understanding what's going on, as always, in the wisdom of the church. And so what you see is this speaking in St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews about the sanctuary in the, the holy place, the holy of holies. And if you look at uh, Brand Petrie, he has a very interesting take on this with regards to revelation of the Trinity, because as you stepped into the holy place, what you would be faced with was on the one side, a table with the lampstand or the candelabra and the light, and on the other side would be a table with the bread of the presence or the bread of the face. And then behind the second curtain would be the Holy of Holies. And so, as Brand Petrie says, it is a representation, if you will, a foreshadowing of the revelation of the Trinity, where you have the light, the lampstand, the seven lights representing the Holy Spirit. You have the bread of the presence or the bread of the face, meaning the manifestation of God that comes through the incarnation of Christ. And then you have what is behind the curtain, that to be revealed by Christ and the Holy Spirit, the missions of the Holy Spirit and of the Word, which is the revelation of the Father, that we come to know the Father, the hidden life of God, the hidden life of the Trinity. But in order to open this for us, there is this work of Christ that comes through his preaching, through his healing, through all of his teaching, but most especially through his passion and death. It is by his blood that we enter into this intimacy of life. It is by the complete spending of himself that we then gain access to the Trinity. And the way in which he spends himself can be of challenge to us. I remember reading at one point, I can't remember where it was, but it was a description of living with a saint. And what the person was saying is that living with a saint is not easy. Living with a saint is a judgment upon ourselves. It can be very difficult. When someone is always virtuous, it can at times become annoying because it means we have to be more virtuous. It can be a challenge to us. 
And so there was a description, and it was looking at how Judas could eventually distance himself from Christ. And it can be from this perspective, is that the perfection of Christ is a challenge to us. It's a challenge to our own inadequacy. It's a challenge to our own lack of zeal. It can be a challenge to the fact that we just want to maybe stop and not spend ourselves completely today. But the Lord is zealous with love. And so what you can see here is it says, those who are his own, those who are his friends, they are the ones who try to stop what he is doing. A crowd has gathered about him and he is spending himself on this crowd. He is spending himself in love to the point where he is denying himself and he is not eating. And his friends, as they are called here, they come to seize him because they say he's out of his mind. The problem is I think he's out of their minds. He's beyond their thought. He's beyond what they can comprehend in terms of how much we have to spend ourselves in love. And the other problem is that they describe him as being astounded as being not thinking correctly or being in wonder. The problem is that they are not in wonder. They are not astounded. That should be our response to Christ. And so lastly, it is also the danger of over-familiarity with holy things and with holy persons, especially with Christ himself. It is the danger that we can run into ourselves as the friends of Christ, where we can, out of a sense of self-preservation or not wanting to spend ourselves, try to stop him in his works at times. There can also be a lack of recognition and wonder at the person of Christ. And how can this happen for us? It can come from over-familiarity. Because God makes himself so freely available, we can become too freely, kind of, we can become too free in our, in our interactions with him. And we can see this most especially with regards to the Blessed Sacrament. The Blessed Sacrament is Christ. He is with us every day. He is here in the church. And we can become very familiar with that, not in a good way. And so we have to constantly watch ourselves because it is a constant temptation. We have to watch ourselves in his presence. Watch ourselves when we are with him or when we are hearing about him through the scriptures that we are trying to understand what he is doing, that we are not trying to preempt him in any way, but are trying to be docilely led by him, that when we are in his presence, we try to rekindle, as Pope John Paul II said, that Eucharistic amazement, and as was continued by Pope Benedict. We have to rekindle Eucharistic amazement, to be amazed and astounded at the beauty of this mystery. Jesus is present here with us. And then, if we fall into that state of amazement and wonder at him, well, then we don't misjudge what he is doing or how the way in which he spends himself, and that we are then follow him in that call to imitate him in the way he spends himself and not try to stop it, and so that we are inspired by him and led by him. The Lord is here present to us daily. He speaks to us through the words of Scripture, let us pray for the grace always to be astounded by the beauty of this mystery. Amen.